Welcome back, everybody, to the 16th episode of the MTV Challenge Accepted Podcast. We've finally done it. My faithful companion, Dondrick Ellison, we've reached the end of the road, the end of the world, as it was appropriately titled, the challenge finale of Total Madness. Have you recovered? I think so. It's been a few days. I've had enough time to recover from this, the total madness that was this season. (laughs) (laughs) 16 episodes. I feel that's a lot of, of TV for a reality show. Most reality shows are not 16 whole episodes long. It didn't quite feel that long, but we'll talk about certainly not an hour and a half. Yeah. That's a lot of TV. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about this episode and then we'll maybe talk about the season as a whole. It's basically over. There'll be a reunion next week, but we've seen it. We've seen it all. <laughs> we've done it all. Let's get into it. Um, episode 16 starts. Um, there's nine people left. There were there are five guys and four girls. And the first few scenes, they tried to set up their potential storylines for all of them. Yeah. They like, did that with the Fessy crying, right? Fessy getting emotional. You know, he never had anything growing up. And then, you know, Ominously. He wasn't poor. He said he w- they weren't poor, but they weren't rich. One of those in between that we're just <laughs> yeah, trying to get rid of. Um, and ominously, him and Casey talking about how inevitable their win would be turned out a little harder than that. We'll get into that. And then the funniest, like in terms of the storylines, the only camera time Bailey got was just like glaring at. Casey, did you see that? Oh no, she was glaring at Kyle and Melissa actually. But it's like they really didn't focus on Bailey at all. You know, like, I, don't, I don't remember her glaring. It was she a good camera time during the finale. I mean, during yeah, the a final. Little, a little. Um, and then Kyle, she was actually hating on Kyle and Melissa. Um, oh, yes. Who I apparently do. are best friends all of a sudden. I mean, I know they were close. I didn't know they were best friends. Kyle and Melissa? I did think they were close, uh, closer than they have been shown on this season. Did they come onto the show together? I mean, were they on the same show before the challenge? I believe so. I think, did they have, were they? Inter- I think they were Jordy Shore, right? Whatever that and is. Was there, were they romantically linked at any point? When I, can't, I can't imagine they're not. <laughs> we, after he broke, after the Car Maria thing, I don't, maybe I'm misremembering that, but. Well, that should be the reunion show as a paternity test, but the, um, Corey had uh, reading a letter from Nelson. That was a big storyline. So can you explain that letter to me? Because I was watching on my DVR, which was crapping out a bit on the recording. Uh, so what was the letter? The letter was Nelson had written it to Corey, I guess, not knowing that his sort of sacrifice would be explained. So he explained what happened to Corey, that mm-hmm. I wanted to go into elimination. I don't love that. We were talking about how noble it was without having to even tell him, but I didn't know he wrote a letter. Was the letter good? I they didn't read it, you know, word for word. I, I can't <laughs> they, should have, they should have had like a. I can't imagine it's going to the <laughs> Library of Congress anytime soon. But um, they didn't focus much on Rogan. I, I noted that. Um, they did not focus on no, Rogan. and, and then. Uh, Jenny, the little quick moment about Jenny. She has eight siblings did you notice that did you know i that? wrote this down i think actually my advice to people is have you ever met 
someone with like these a billion siblings stories, yeah. I always I feel like it's good for them. Usually it is. Usually because like because they they don't they, you know you have one sibling you know you only have one sibling or an only child or you know it, you think that you're too much of yourself. The right. world's all about you. With the yeah. nine siblings, you have to kind of. Well, it really goes two ways because it's like you have to, you get less attention, you know, less coddling. And then also a lot of the older siblings have to kind of pitch in, you know, like Little House on the Prairie or something like exactly. they have to like take a role. I, we're talking about like, I feel like we've been taught to population control and uh, family planning, which is great. But I think we should need to go back to Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Well, certainly if you're Jenny's family, because I'm thinking immediately forget bloodlines next season. Let's just have Jenny, like eight Jenny show up. It's like an army. I mean, wouldn't that be incredible? Um, and then the other big storyline, Johnny bananas needs the seventh title, according to him to solidify himself as the goat. You know, he's been on 20 seasons. He says of all the seasons, this is the most draining one. Like, why do you think that was, why was it so hard for him? Well, I've read, I've been on the internet post final post finale reading up on things and a lot of the cast members have been saying the bunker was a lot more debilitating on their morale than maybe it was we realized i think they had really bad conditions you know remember that famous porta potty line that nelson said yeah to kayla yeah. i guess they had porta potties on this season which is where maybe some shenanigans went down um yeah that yes. is a so it turns out that the bathrooms the toilets were not in the bunker. You had to like walk five minutes out of the bunker to go to the, so. Uh, a porta potty bathroom. A that is like almost a deal breaker for me too. I need like good water pressure. I need a good bathroom. So what apparently is- the bunker and that we've heard, we've, they were talking about that throughout the season. Like, oh, the bunker's getting to me or the bunker is winning. Right. I think we kind of poo-pooed that because, but I guess it was a big factor according to the, contestant well certainly for guys you know i'm sure johnny was able to suck it up but and we'll get into this later if, if you don't think you're actually going to win like what's the point of like you know punishing yourself and we saw well, i will say i will say so the bunker is underground right and there's no daylight there's no right. windows that does i worked for a little bit in a prison where there was no windows mm-hmm and it is very depressing. Like if you have no idea what time of day it is or what sense of time or anything like that, it, it, it does get to you. So I, that needs to be said. Well, that's true. And you've, you survived it though. So you, you soldiered on, you've gotten through this whole season with those flashbacks. Immediately we go right to the, the finale, final challenge. End of the world, he calls it. They head up to the snow and banana saying it chills you to the bone. It looked cool. Snow always looks good on TV. Yeah. Um, as Kyle said, it's the most dangerous element of all snow. <laughs> <laughs> I think fire. I think yeah, fire, fire is a little more dangerous. Um, but it, there, that's the, there's a good snow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. No, but snow is dangerous. I think it gets underrated because it's fluffy. But it, so running in the snow, I, we'll talk about it. People have been hating on this final. Right. No. Well, let's get into it. So, you know, TJ announces that it's going to be $1 million purse, one man, one woman, winner take all in those regards. Do you like the winner take all or would you rather have it doled out? Well, I don't mind it. 
but then maybe I'm a little bit listening to the the, mm-hmm. the the in the weeds here, but people are saying, well, people quit now more because I think I think there's a good argument for that. Um, so the step one is kind of like I don't know what they call it, ring, you know, level one. They called it ring. They named each little section. They call it Ring of Fire, um, the second most dangerous element, fire. <laughs> they th- they had to strap on skis, carry these twelve logs to these skull monuments. And then as he introduces it, TJ cryptically says, remember, we reward winners here, whatever that may mean. And so right away we start off. Fessy looks strong at the beginning, although Kyle says, you know, he's going to burn himself out because he's so egotistical. I don't know if that's the reason, but certainly it would come into play. Well, can Um, I just say, this to me looks like it was hard to do. This running Certainly running with skis in snow is very hard. I mean, in the snow, it's dangerous. I think it is a dangerous element. Like moving around in a race in the snow with it, I think, and for 12 miles. Was the whole thing 12 miles or was that leg 12 miles? I think it was just that leg. And it was kind of weird to me is that Corey, it looked like Corey took his skis off. Did you notice that? And he yes. was just running. And I'm like, it seems like that would probably be easier than running with the skis. Yeah, I guess. I've, I've never skied in my life, so I don't know. I broke my leg skiing. But the 12 miles is quite a long first leg. I, I think that's pretty challenging. Well, I, one of the storylines here, so Corey takes his skis off. Freaking Corey, you, you pegged him fifth out of five. In terms of, you said there's no chance he's going to win. In this leg, he, he chugs along, moves from second to th- third to second behind Bananas, and then he ends up beating Bananas. Um, and he won the first checkpoint. You know, and he Fessy came in, in second. Do you know that? He grew up in the snow. He's one yeah, of the he like Bane. He's like Bane. He's yeah. like <laughs> Bane with the darkness. He's like <laughs> with the snow. He grew up in it. Um, bananas was in this leg. Bananas was third. Rogan's fourth. Kyle's fifth. Um, from the female side, Jenny wins. No surprise there. Casey. And then Bailey and, and Melissa really struggling. You know, Melissa struggled to even finish this leg, you know. And this is where you start to see potentially these quitters emerge. Bailey you know, claiming that she tore something in her knee or then her ski and she tore her MCL or something. She said, she said she tore her MCL. Okay. Um, let's talk about that part. Cause you know, later on she would, she said she strained it. And then it seemed like the medics kept telling her like, you could, do you want to quit or do you want to go on? It wasn't like they pulled her by any means. True. But devil's advocate, if you were to actually sprain your MCL, I would the, the medics might say the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, no, I just think they'll, they're going to pull you. First of all, uh, yeah, it was a self-diagnosed MCL. Like would anyone be able to yeah, self-diagnose with a right. sprained or strained MCL? I find that very hard. To they pulled it. people for less. If you think about it, they pulled people. Well, also just like think about like how much, if that's true, how much worse it could get by continuing to run for the next two days or whatever. Um, but let's, let's wait on that. So the, I actually like this twist. So Jenny and Corey won this leg, and as such, they form a tribunal. You always mentioned that last episode. You mentioned that there was not enough of a reward for winning a leg. You get like a one-minute head start, which they also got. But the idea of being in charge of a tribunal, I thought, was really key. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point because this, there, if you win the twelve-mile race by ten miles, and then you only get a two-minute advantage, it sort of sucks. But this was a big advantage, right? And so, um. 
I thought so too. And I actually thought in a way, I thought they should have extended it. Like if they made it like a five leg race and they kept doing that over and over again, it would have like slowly weeded down people until there's one winner. I would have really liked that. Um, they only did it once. That's a little little too radical or this is not complete madness. (laughs) So they go to this compound. Wait, 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 wait. You liked this tribunal. Did you like that they eliminated someone? Um, I didn't like it at first because I thought it would end the episode. I thought they would just end on a tribunal and then it wouldn't have been a real final in a way. But I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the concept of it. We'll talk about the specifics because there were some problems there. Um, well, now it's the time to talk about it. Well, I'll tell you. So let's get into the first. Chronologically, there was this same procedure before, you know, house vote, tribunal vote. And Rogan volunteered to go in again. You know, Fessy chimes in like they were all going to do it anyway. Why, when did, we talked about it last week, when did yeah. Rogan become enemy number one? Why does everyone hate him? Well, and I, and I heard Bananas on a podcast say the same thing. So I think we missed out on this. And I think it was with the D stuff. Like I think a, Rogan got edited out as a casualty a lot because I think his storyline you know there must like have overlapped right yeah exactly so we don't really know but it seems like he is the odd man out for sure um yeah it was know. and it wasn't just like he's a threat because they're all pretty much threats at this point yes uh. rogan definitely got we did not see much of rogan the second half of the season yeah and i, I missed him <laughs> you know i like rogan i like his little quips i like his little like wwe villain persona um so he volunteers to go in Melissa volunteers to go in because, according to her, she's disheartened and needs a morale boost to keep going. About five minutes later, she quits for real and says she's not cut out for this. Um, Maybe because she's going up against Casey. So in between, there was Jenny picked Casey and Corey picked Bananas, both good threats. Makes sense. There was a moment to Melissa in the first leg. I think it was the first leg where she like crashed hard on herself. (laughs) Like she fell forward. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good well, thing. we kind of know Melissa, she would have had a tough time doing all this. Probably not safe. Um, I actually think it was smart of her to quit. Absolutely. Uh, even Except, without that, even without knowing that. Assuming that she might, that they will invite her back, right? If they're so severe, but I feel like they've invited people I back. I think so, because she's likable and she's a party in normal circumstances but why do you think melissa goes on the show like wouldn't she she should be on a geordie shore or something like this kind of exactly. show is really not for her i guess she's an mma fighter she did win that elimination but that's, that's true but i think that that's probably a lot of the people on this show particularly i think maybe a lot of the brits who are new age who just got kind of picked out well a lot of these people are picked out well they all are from big brother or something like that where there's there's no necessarily you don't need to be a super athlete well everybody yeah real world you don't have to be a super athlete to go in real world. exactly exactly so it it applies to everyone so it's sort of it's sort of like their lot in life like anyone wants to sign up to be on tv they could be you know i'm dating a serial killer show they would sign up it just happens to be they get cast for this show you think i think that the this show yeah they want to be on tv and i don't think that a lot of them make it to finals to have the be in the position that melissa found herself in it was like oh i have actually zero chance of winning 
and come to that realization. And then I think there's a minority maybe of people like Nelson or Pauly who actually, or Jay, who are big fans of the show and get really into it, which is nice. Yeah. But I think you're right. Most people just want to be on TV. And that's, that's the problem with like almost all reality TV, like dating shows. Like they all sign up to be celebrities. And I don't think is Melissa is, I think Melissa would like to win, but I don't think she really thought that she, she knew what would be required to win. Really. And also I think it, and I know people are beating up on Melissa and Bailey. It's it's a hard place for them because it was a four-person race for the female side. And Jenny and Casey are just so much better than them that it would be really impossible. Like, we labeled them as having a 5% chance to win, and that was probably optimistic. Like, there's almost no athletic event that you could put them in where they would beat Jenny and Casey. Okay, but other side is knowing that you have zero chance to win, because I think they both did, unless there was an avalanche. And the, the, <laughs> the uh, dangers of snow emerge a yeti strikes <laughs> would you assuming there's zero percent chance to win i i think personally i would try to go and try to finish well there like, used to, yeah there used to be a pride in finishing a final not just making a final finishing there still is i think there still is there should be because it's it is hard no but one's now you get no reward right you get no money um that's true but you get no money for finishing 10th, you know? Um, and this is the moment of the show that was maybe the most disappointing to me. So bananas gets thrown in against Rogan. Who's won two eliminations in convincing fashion. Rogan versus bananas. I was genuinely excited to see it. And then they're playing knockout, <laughs> which is really literally just running and jumping and to hit a bell. It was one of the most disappointing competitions i've almost ever seen on the show and they talk about how hard it is it is hard to run in the snow i get it. it's hard to jump in the snow i get it but it was just so lame to watch i'm sorry yeah it was bad and <laughs> i think that they could have improved it put the bell like in a hall brawlish way i thought they were gonna have to tackle each other to get it well maybe like put the be two bells and you have to get to the bell behind the person which was they've sort of done a challenge similar to elimination Landon versus Brad, where they had to hook them on a ring or something. It, it reminded me of that, except that was better. It was one of the few challenges, maybe the only elimination I think Landon lost because Brad. You know, it's funny. Way. Maybe we're, they're bug. Our mics are bugged because that just popped up on my YouTube watch list. That exact oh, yeah. elimination, I watched it because I'm thinking in my head Landon never would lose that, and he lost. Brad, it was like wild him, but it was like Brad did some cheap move, right? No, what? Yeah, he did. Is he? One time, the first round, Landon got disqualified because he was like overly aggressive. <laughs> Second round, Landon won. Third round, they had to hook into a, like a carabiner, and then Brad like smacked it, so it was like swinging so wildly exactly, that yeah. Landon couldn't do it. That's not illegal. Any great move by Brad. But um, I thought they were going to do something like that when I saw the ring, or the I guess there wasn't a ring. <laughs> Out, right? Brad was a controversial winner a few times. Remember when it got TT got disqualified for yeah. not hooking the right thing? Well, carabiner. A lot of Brad and carabiner issues. Um, okay, so Rogan and Bananas raced to a, jump and hit a bell. Um, and basically, Johnny got it. You know, he it was close. Well, yeah, it was a lame elimination. And still sort of impressive that Bananas could do that better than Rogan. Like, wouldn't Rogan be... He's younger and seems yeah. Rogan should be faster. Should be. I think he's a little taller. 
but it was close. I mean, like Johnny whiffed the first time and got it on a second jump. And then round two, he came in second basically, but he, he got a little higher and hit it with his finger. Um, so it was 2-0. I mean, it was just sort of just lame and just like felt like very underwhelming. It did, despite the that they tried to hype it up a lot with their um, production around it in terms of the confessions. And then when Rogan lost, it was maybe to your point, he said he had a sudden rush of a leaf saying hell is over. Does that mean the bunker? Does that mean the fact that he had been isolated and kind of hated on by the house? Cause I don't know. I don't know why Rogan just kind of flamed out so strongly. Cause he really coming into this, I thought he had a really good shot to win. Yeah. It, it's sort of a bummer that I feel like he, I think he is a good character and he wasn't a present. Um, so TJ announces that the winners can hang out in the compound in their sports bras and then losers have to hang outside by the fire for the next six hours, which did seem miserable. I'll give them that. Like, I don't think this finale was fun to watch, but it seemed hard. There's no doubt. It seemed like a hard day's work. Yeah. Um, Um, And I like when they do these sort of sleep deprivation legs. Yeah. It never seems to affect anything, but it does look, you know, you watching people suffer. It has to be affected. It has to affect you. On some level. Well, it affects seems- Bailey because Bailey immediately starts crying and freaking out, and then her MCL flares up again, <laughs> and she quits. And Corey called her out saying she only quit once she found out she'd have to be outside. Well, can I say one thing about Bailey? So she mentioned, you know, they're going through everyone's reasons they wanted to win. Did you catch Bailey's? No, I told you she just side-eyed people. I had no idea. She didn't have a purpose. Well, I, th- I heard this. It was maybe not in the way beginning or when she was complaining about her knee. She said she's got married. She's already married Swaggy, but they haven't had a ceremony. They can't afford a ceremony. Oh, is that what this it was? Is the money for the ceremony. How? But isn't Swaggy saying he's rich? He's a one. He's already made his first million, and he's a well. Trader. If you're Swaggy, you can't you can't put that in. Invest in a in a ceremony is not worth it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to put that money to work in the market. I'm very down on Swaggy and Bailey. I think, yeah, I was going to rate that. I mean, preemptive stock down to Bailey. It's like she had one good episode maybe in the middle. And then really, as soon as Swaggy, she called it. As soon as Swaggy left, she really just nosedived and looked dead and just complained all the time. She was just like a bad time. Both of them, you know, we talk about not having any quit and stuff. I think both of them are very high on the quit having meter like and, and the show of- maybe this show's not for them like we'll see them like emerge on like a patreon show that they produce themselves on youtube or something that has like five viewers at swaggy and bailey show and no one cares um yeah i'm not a big fan of either one i actually liked bailey early on but she really soured me um <laughs> a funny moment where it's fessy and kyle were <laughs> sitting outside and then oh, they yeah. kind of showed kyle just chatting <laughs> chatting and chatting Six hours in the cold. That did seem hard, you have to admit. Definitely. For sure. Especially and then the hardest thing, too, is like they had those poles and they're like, like, should we lay on the pole? What do we do? Do we? It seems like it's to constantly be annoying. Um, but so then the final push. I thought there would be like five legs to this thing. It seems like there were just two, really. Well, and the, I have inside info about that. Oh, interesting. Because the final push, I just wrote down, I guess this is just a run. You know, basically run to the finish line. There's one checkpoint along the way where you have to solve an equation. 
it felt like a daily challenge almost. I mean, it didn't seem like the hardest. Well, you're missing a thing. I guess before the elimination, they had that one section where they all as a team were kind of having to go up to the compound, another leg. Oh, they had to climb the compound. You're yeah. right. Not as a competition. But it wasn't a competition element. To it. it was just like a feat of strength they all had to do. Um, which also looked a little brutal. But so my thing that I've heard is that so you saw after the compound night that there was really snowy right, right. I, I saw that yeah the visibility was poor the visibility was bad and they also said it was like a blizzard so rumor has it that either the footage they had was really bad because it was poor visibility or it's like they had to cut a lot of what they planned because it wasn't safe enough because of the blizzard and there actually was a different checkpoint they did at where they had to they had to throw a knife at, to hit a target or something, which Jenny won handily, which is why perhaps she had such a big lead on Casey, or at least contributed to it. That's interesting. I don't know why they wouldn't show that though. I mean, we talked about MTV. They have like what, like the ten hours of ridiculousness padding. Like, can't they make the final two hours if it's good? I, I just don't understand. Well, why it must not have been good, or the footage must not have been good. Yeah, you might be right. Um, so interestingly, the two minute head start for Corey and Jenny didn't seem to matter much. Uh, Fessy had zero, but because he solved the equation so quickly, he, he vaulted into number one. And at this point, I'm thinking, okay, here comes Fessy, gonna dominate the challenge. And sure enough, the fear with Fessy came in. He falls from to number two to number three to number four. He he gassed out, plain and simple, right? He gassed out, but not even gassed out in terms of, he didn't fall over like Zach. Right. In the final. He just like didn't have the juice. I had a lot of thoughts on that. That was one of the most surprising because I ranked him as the favorite. The most obvious is he's a big guy, big muscle man, and you're just not built for endurance running. Yeah. Um, muscles take up a lot of oxygen, like, and they like exhaust you. You know, that's why marathon runners are, you know, not like Hulk Hogan. Um, but I also wonder if it's like a football thing too, specifically in this regard. Like football is very much like short bursts, you know, and then you take a break, you huddle up. Short burst of speed, take a break. Even compared to like soccer or something, like they're not meant to like keep going and going and going and going. And I think that probably hurts him in this kind of event. Although... His endurance through everything else right. in this season, has he's been the best in terms of the more medium-term endurance running. Like, he's always in the lead with the running stuff that no, we've seen. totally. Yeah, but maybe it's so, just a difference between running a mile and running 12 miles. Exactly. And I think this is something we've seen with – it has to be true because we've seen it with all the big contestants in the past, whether it's CT or Zach or – any like all the biggest people usually those are the big those are the biggest people we typically see in finals zach famously like couldn't laurel be. laurel struggled more than we thought she was going to originally yeah and i uh, think that zach for instance had to like kind of um not slim down but had to like cut some weight yeah I that's think. what i thought rogan did too you know i thought he had cut weight yeah, carmelo so in the nba carmelo has, has lost a lot of weight did you see that um Really disappointing for Fessy. 
And KC was, you know, at this point, one of two left, and she just kind of bombed out in the math portion. I don't think she would have won anyway, but it made it non-competitive. And also, just going back to Fessy, it does make, I was sort of critical about Bananas not throwing in Fessy against Rogan right. for the Hall Brawl. And maybe Bananas was just on a different level, knowing that he was not really right. as much of a threat. At, compared to Nelson, because you know Nelson wouldn't have quit. Yeah, Nelson maybe, probably would have won this, right? I was thinking that Nelson would have had a good shot. There was no swimming. No swimming. The math equation, depending on how much that would really handicap him, so the timing could be hard. Well, because you know what? I noticed Corey was fourth in the math because he kind of screwed it up among the men. And then speeded past Fessy and past Kyle at one point and had banana in his sights. So he was able to cover a lot of that ground and I'm sure Nelson could have done the same. Yeah. So I think that this was Nelson's challenge to win. Um, Corey ended up finishing third, but was really in it the whole time, you know, yeah, won the first leg. Impressive. I was really impressed after the first leg that he won that. that yeah. Nice. I think if you just did like the speed of everyone, like, forgetting the puzzles aspect and the math aspect and everything else. Like, I think he was probably the fastest, which was surprising because we never really think of him as this great athlete anymore, but I guess. And it's really hard to tell. Like, it's really hard. One of my critiques of the challenge is really hard to tell exactly because they have complete control over what they want to show us, obviously. And how much time are they wasting on the puzzle? Like how much is that lead really hurting? We don't really know. Right. I mean, not the puzzle, the math equation. Right. Well, that's why it's hard when you say, oh, you get a two-minute head start or a minute head start. I'm like, is that out of two hours? Then it shouldn't matter at all. If, if this whole thing is 20 minutes long, then it would matter a lot. Um, so let's talk about the women. So with Casey struggling, Jenny <laughs> finished first, not only first among women, first overall, by the Very way. Very impressive. Um, but even she looked confused by that. Like, that's all there was. She's like, it's like, I won. Like, she, it was like, that's it. Um, but hey, kudos to her. Like, Jenny had a great dominant performance athletically, right? Very, I mean, two great purgatory wins. Performance wise, it was like a perfect game. Absolutely. Um, she, she was, you know, like, how would you even stack it up? Like, she's so much better than the other women this season. Um, Casey yeah. was close, I guess, but... Casey and D, I think, were the next tier, and she slaughtered D and sort of slaughtered Casey in this. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of talking about Banana as best ever. Individually, Jenny's season ranks up there from, from a single season this, standpoint. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that certainly... I mean, they have to look at the tape for some of... Et- evs and emily's if we're talking about right well and then i was gonna ask that too where would she rank on the best ever because i know she's only been on a couple seasons i mean her her resume doesn't stack up there but in terms of peak performance she reminds me of emily i would say yes although i think the big um previously to the hall brawl last episode the big uh Paul on her was that I thought she wasn't as dogged and cutthroat in a competition, but she showed with D and certainly looked like she was right. So 
given that, I think she it's hard to say because they're all different eras. I mean, there's Jenny, there's Laurel, there's Emily, there's Evelyn. Rachel, the original girl, the lesbian girl. Rachel, although for some reason, I don't think that she's on this level. Well, I don't uh, know athletically, but in terms of resume, because she was on for a lot of seasons. Yeah, but I'm talking about, we're just talking about absolute value here. Like, who's the best? And Cara Maria, did you mention Cara Maria? Because her resume is going to stack up for people. Which is, I guess, but I don't think Cara Maria is that, she certainly has, like, the longevity. Right, she's and, more like the bananas lane, where it's like, I'm good, and I've been around yeah, for a so while. Yeah, she's more the bananas of the women, whereas one of these is more like the Landon. No, absolutely. Landon's a good comp. Um. um but I don't, I think she's up there. It's hard. I don't have an answer. Obviously, well, can it, will you grant me this? She has greatest of all time potential. In like yeah, like a Patrick like, Mahomes kind of way. Like she could win the next three titles if she wanted to. Yeah. I, I think that's sort of a safe bet. <laughs> I mean, like if, if you're a woman, if you're Melissa Gizmo and you show up <laughs> and then Jenny gets off the bus, you're like, oh, great. Like so what am I doing? Modern modern era because emily doesn't seem like she's coming back on um, she should emily was great on the show she had one blackface moment that we'd like to forget i guess <laughs> not as egregious as d apparently who's been banished to the, from the center of the earth but, but who can compete with her besides maybe car maria that would be I, a good match. i don't think car maria can carry car maria in a hall brawl no, I mean she would dominate her. I, Tori had a you know puncher's chance. She did win. Oh before. yeah, Tori, I forgot about. So okay, there's some good women, but none seem to be the mega competitor that Jenny is right now. No, and Ev, I love Ev because um, Evelyn was almost like the surprisingly really good person because she didn't look like that big at all, but she was just like tough and good at stuff. She dominated everything. She dominated things, but it was also a weaker era, I would say. Yes, she was like the first modern mega female competitor. Laurel in a hall brawl versus Jenny. Who wins? That's a good one. I would say Jenny. That could be tough because Laurel is kind of a badass. That's true. But she. my thought is that, yeah, that's a good one. But I think Jenny's the best in terms of like if there's a decathlon or whatever of like every event. I think she's the most well-rounded because she has endurance. She she has strength. She won overall this final, which is very impressive. Cara Maria did that as well. Although I sort of remember that being a bit more gimmicky, her win. Yeah. There was like a big puzzle involved. Yeah. Um, And that was even a lamer final if I remember, but that's very impressive that she won as a female, the number one of everyone. That's Absolutely. And uh, she's up there. I, I, I like her still. I mean, you know, I know she had some bad moments here and there, but I think she's a huge addition to the show. And she I, seems to be closely aligned with bananas to me. I like that. Well, I just like the fact that, you know, maybe because we're men, we tend to get more excited about the male eliminations and even me, like Johnny versus Rogan. That'd be something I'm looking forward to. Johnny versus Wes. You don't see a lot of that with the women. It's more like, and it's, so it's nice when you have a Tory versus Jenny or, you know, at least yeah. two good competitors. In I the just mix. wish we had more of them on the same season. Right. No, definitely. Um, and Casey maybe had a shot. I think Casey's, you know, hopefully we'll be back. Um, That's true. That's true. I guess we, I guess the math equation really took her out. It's hard to know how in it she would have been. And then, 
let's talk about the the star of the show, the the star of the season. So Johnny Bananas pulls it off, gets win number seven. Yeah, out of out of what twenty or twenty one? I'm not sure. One of the two. He's been on that many. Wow. Yeah, and <laughs> he seemed to care more than Jenny. Like he was emotional about it. You know, he talked about how he had doubted himself after the Sarah Rice curse and he hadn't been in the final for six times. Yeah. And he proved himself. I, I thought it was interesting that he really made a point of like, he needed this to prove that he was the greatest. Which he didn't. Like, no, that's what I was going to say. Legacy wise, resume wise, no one's even close to him right now. So. Yeah. Who's you know. like won the second most? I, yeah, I don't think anyone's won more than like three. Ooh, or three maybe, right? We'd have to, we should know that. We'll have to look it up, but not anything close to bananas. Right. And individually like Daryl or Darrell, um, I think he won like three or four, but a lot of those were like team challenges, you know, like those old school, like men versus women or whatever. And bananas is also competing in a, I might think a more difficult era overall than, you know, like Alton or the Miz was. I agree. Although he hasn't won lately, um, as you mentioned, and he did kind of coast on alliances a lot of times, not coast, but he was dominant alliances for most of it. True. But I I think he also has a fair share. You know, he's won free agents, which was an individual and he did not have the numbers alliance wise in that. And he won in this one where he, he had with Kenny and Evan being taken out he's had to readjust and it's been a Absolutely. lot harder. And that was like, people want to blame Sarah Rice curse. That's the biggest issue for him. Is like, he had this overwhelming majority every season and they would always pick off the rookies and always he'd be in charge. Yeah. And to have healthy for the show probably in terms of competition, but yeah. it's very impressive. You know who I, 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 my favorite probably competitor of all time was Evan. It's sad that, and Kenny, I like Kenny a lot too. So it is sad that those guys left. And then Evan had that injury and he ended up getting a little out of shape, which kind of lost some of his luster. Um, but that was a dominant alliance and he was the last man standing from it. And he's benefited seven titles. So, so where would you stack him up? Forget greatest challengers of all time. Jordan won six titles. Tom Brady's <laughs> won, I think, five. Do this you, is quite the accomplishment, though. It you, really is. I like, have to win a challenge season because I think there's so much randomness involved with the elimination. So <laughs> he's definitely up there. Although I will say, you know, we got mad at D for this. You know, we talked, we alluded to this with Emily. If you rewatch the island, for instance, right. which Bananas won, he is a, another level. More so than any character you've seen on any reality TV or any <laughs> fictional TV, he was really an asshole. Like, yeah, like that show. If the island, like, if the island had aired now, in like I mean, it's like era, super misogynistic, like to another. Like, like they almost should have stepped in. Like it was like getting to the point where they could have like sued the show. And hey, Tanya did sue the show. Um, I, yeah, that whole alliance really. A lot of those seasons, it was very like the, it was a different game, but. He certainly rehabilitated his image, I think, that we don't remember that so much right now. Yeah, but, and, and they've cleaned that up somewhat. Even remember when they used to bully Car Maria? It, it was a really ugly side of the show that I didn't actually enjoy watching. Um, but he's uh, but lived through it all. He's lived through it all, and it's definitely very impressive. He's a good deal older than everyone. And it's to me, it was... I like seeing him win. I, I kind of like him despite all his history. And it's impressive. 
And it was well, not and also, can, You said he's a lot older than everyone else. And there's some people like Anissa is his age. And, and we see that Anissa is not really a physical threat anymore. Even exactly. CT, who's his age, it looks like he's past his prime. And yeah. Johnny is basically at the same level he was 10 years ago, right? Athletically. Well, maybe it's hard to say, but he looks similar, right? He looks, he doesn't, certainly doesn't have the CT. He's not out of shape, Evan Starkman or CT, who really at a certain point just is not. It's usually kids. It's usually like you have a kid and you just can't go work out at the gym for 10 hours. And him winning, I wasn't surprised though, which I think also speaks to his prowess is that, and when he beat Rogan, I wasn't like, he's just good at this, you know? He's good at this shit, he said. He said it himself. And hey, it wasn't a dominant Jenny type season for him, but he beat Wes. He beat Rogan in elimination. He won the final. I mean, look, that wasn't an easy road by any means. It was not him skating by an alliance all the time. I think he did skate by a bit politically, but I think that was due to his political game. Yeah, he he kind of backed off a little bit. Yeah, but I think that was, it was skillful. He, I was very pro his move to get the Red Skull when he did by kind of innovating being the house vote and wanting to be the house vote in the middle of the season. And he, he and Wes got out of Jordan in an elimination that Jordan had zero chance of winning, which was very – Jordan would have, I think, won this final easily if he was there. And he, you know – didn't really get out west purposefully but he did and then he was sort of easy sailing yeah hey he got it done that's what you gotta say i always compare him to tom brady because i don't really like tom brady but you can't argue with the resume and you have to admire it um so overall do you want to talk this season do you want to talk this episode stock up stock down what do you rather focus on well i the final I think yeah, let's talk. Okay, was, talk about this episode, episode sixteen alone. How would you grade the final? The final just it, it seemed. I didn't have a strong opinion watching it. It didn't, you know. You have TJ talking it up as the hardest thing ever, but he says that every season. And I like the snow. I do like the snow. I like the mountain. I like when you have snow and you have mountains in a final. But it didn't seem there was something missing from it. Maybe it was Absolutely. just the legs we saw. Could have been the saw. editing. I mean, I think you're right. It felt it lacked the intensity and the tension of most finals. I, like, I would grade it a C, and even only that high because Bananas won, and so there was some storyline there. Yeah. Like if all this ended and Kyle won, it would have felt like a D because it's just like that was it. Like that I'm was the whole thing. Kyle. Almost one, right? He well, was, he finished second. I mean, a distant second. Still, like he is a wolf in sheep's clothing a bit. I think you know a little. Very, I don't very, know about a wolf, like Wolverine maybe. Um, Wolverine sounds animal, pretty good. Not, what? Wolverine sounds pretty good. Yeah, but Wolverine, like actual Wolverine's littler and less scary than a wolf. Um, don't let the comments. The real Wolverine's that. also little and ferocious. <laughs> the real Wolverine's not like five foot four or something. Um, so stock up, obviously bananas and Jenny, those are the obvious. So try not to stay with the obvious. Was there anyone else who impressed you this episode? I would, I was going to say Corey, I thought did a much better than yeah. expected job. Corey's had a, a season long stock up for sure. I agree. Too um, much 
on the baby Riley. Ryder, sorry. Ryder. A lot of photos. He even got the photos out afterwards, too. Yeah, I had him in his boot or something. Oh, uh, yeah. So stock down. We mentioned Fessy, disappointing Fessy. Um, anyone to. else? He's had a, he, Fessy had a strong rookie season. He had a strong rookie season, but I'm saying just this episode. Um, Bailey. Bailey down. I don't blame Melissa as much. True. I think Melissa's where we thought she was still. Right. I don't think anyone, I think Fessy was the surprise of the episode to me and, and we should have seen it coming and maybe I, I, you mentioned it. So maybe I, I'm the one who should have seen it coming, but yeah, I think we thought like, I think there was, maybe we talked about last week. Oh, does Fessy have the potential to be like a landed and just be dominant with everything. And he's dominant in a lot of things, but he's not there yet. I'm not saying he won't get there, but no, it was a very Laurel first season, Laurel kind of season. Exactly. Um, Yes, Laurel was dominant throughout the season then kind of couldn't finish the final. Uh, so I think we're coming back. We're going to do the reunion show and maybe talk more about the overall storylines. But do you want to save like sort of big picture stuff for then? Um, let's do a little bit now. A little bit now? Because look, it's been 16 episodes how was the season? That's the million dollar question. Like we, we started this podcast because we love the show. Where would total madness stack up on your favorite seasons of all time? I mean, had some moments. You can even rank the best moments if you want. Um, I think it doesn't stack up very well in terms of the best season. It, it seems like a forgettable season to me, ultimately. I think well, it's helped by Johnny winning because you'll remember that. Yeah, I think that's the big story is that, oh, it's when Johnny broke the curse. Right. I would say the memorable moments to me were Johnny and Wes, Johnny winning. But I didn't love that. Nelson winning. I mean, that one, that was maybe it's recency bias, but that was a good episode. Remember, we gave that an A. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. I would say I would go a step further than you. It doesn't stack up well. I think this is one of the worst seasons ever. One of the worst ever. Well, of the modern era. You know, there were some clunkers early on, but I'll tell you why. It just wasn't, didn't feel like, I would say maybe of the 16, I'd say four were really good. Um, and I can't help but like marred by the whole D thing. It was just really awkward. Um, yeah. I don't think they handled it well. They butchered, they, you know, cut up a lot of the episodes. I, I mentioned. Agree. Rogan thing didn't really make sense. So it felt very disjointed in that way. I and agree. so overall, I, I mean, I love the show. I still enjoyed watching every week, but I would say this is one of my least favorite seasons. Yeah, there was something missing from like every episode almost. And I think that you're right. A good call about the D thing. Not through, I mean, I don't love how they handled it. Similar to Survivor, we've talked about. I think a lot of people in the survivor community consider the season, which Dan, the me too movement sort of Dan, was the worst, one of the worst of survivor history. And this, I think falls in a similar category. Yeah. Where this was, I think it, we missed out on a lot of potential storylines. Um, so, well, let's go, since you wanted to talk big picture, um, but maybe, you know, okay, hey, maybe it's recency bias because it's been such a long season. We might have forgotten certain things. Let me go back. I'm looking at the people that we forgot about. Jordan and Tori were on the season. Remember, they had some good moments. 
um, in terms of just not for them, their sake, but you know, they're memorable characters. Bear and Kayla, that was probably a highlight. We love Bear and Kayla. I don't, I, I like Bear and Kayla, but if that's like the highlight or one of the highlights of the season, I think that's telling about the, you know, that was like a me ma- that was like the major storyline for like the first. Right. It was halfway through basically. Bear went home eight, episode eight. Kayla went in episode nine. Ashley, you know, crazy Ashley was a huge deal until episode four when she left. CT left in episode three. Yeah. And that was also, again, going, that was a good move by uh, Wes and Johnny, I thought, to get Ashley out so early. Yeah. I think maybe that was part of the reason. Like, it was so such a promising season to have Johnny Bananas, to have CT, to have Wes. And then them leave early and it just kind of left sort of like a, a odd collection of people. Yeah. And it was hard to tell really who was on whose team and et cetera. I think that that's actually not so unique. I think what makes this unique compared to is that Johnny lasted for as long as he did. It's been a lot recently where the big names get thrown out early. Um, and maybe that's why potentially producer driven Wes and Johnny Alliance formed. This is bizarre because I'm on the Wikipedia now. I didn't know this. You know, I didn't know all their things. Um, Melissa and Kyle were not on the same show originally. Maybe they were at some point, but uh, Melissa is from X on the Beach UK number two. Okay. And that's the same season that Rogan was on, X on the Beach UK. And And was Corey on that too? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Kyle was on Geordie Shore, which is like their version of Jersey Shore. Um, number eight, I guess they number them. And D was on Geordie Shore number 17. Oh, wow. Geordie Shore is going strong. <laughs> um, remember Asif was on Ninja Israel. I'm guessing that's like their version of American Ninja Warrior. Uh, remember Asif? <laughs> yeah, remember? He, was the first guy. he was an interesting character. I thought he fell in love with, or Nani fell in love with him. I think. And now I had the benefit of, cause maybe we want to talk full season stock up, stock down for the season. I have the list of people here. So tell me if you agree. I don't want to put you on the spot. You mentioned Corey. I'm going yeah. guys first. Fessy, I think overall good debut, right? I mean, I know he, he gassed out, but still. If we're talking season long, it's hard. We can't. He's a rookie, but it's a strong rookie season. Yeah, he's memorable, and you want him back, right? Yeah. So not technically a sock up because you have nothing to. No. Okay, to. that's fair. Swaggy C, one of the most disappointing, I would say. Yeah, I'm down. Thumbs down. Swaggy C. Thumbs Can I up. say Bear is a stock up? Is that fair? Because he got Kayla. The controversial. Very uh, controversial. <laughs> I'll stand by it. I just like him as a for his views. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that he he is who we thought he was too. Well, Although, what about a stock down for CT because he lost to Jay out in episode three and he did try. Yeah, it has, to, it has to be a stock down for CT. Yeah. Any season that he's on from here on out is a stock down. That sucks for him. I would say stock down for women season long. Ashley just always like throws a fit and goes home. She went number four. You know, she either wins or she bombs out really quickly. Hmm. Um, stock down to Tori, I guess, just for losing, but. How did she lose again? I what, think it was, was Jenna, that? right? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that has to be a stock down, particularly because she, I think, had a very strong season last yeah. season. Stock up, you might have forgotten her already. Big T. Yeah, stock up. Um, what about stock up? Do you want to say stock up from Anissa? You know, hung around till episode yeah. 14. Anissa had a strong season for an Anissa season, certainly. Um, Casey, really strong season. I mean, she's not a great character, but just like athletically, she she did well. She should be back. I think, again, with rookies, you can't do stock up. You have to do thumbs up, thumbs down. All right. Well, I'm giving her a thumbs up. Thumbs so like up. Of, of the new newbies, you who would you want back? Fessy and Casey and... Fessy Casey, I've had my fill of, I would have Asif. I think he's has potential. Um, I wouldn't be bummed out if I never saw Swaggy. Yeah, I don't care about Swaggy. I don't care about um, Bailey. Bailey's a bit, I would care. I would like Bailey more than Swaggy. Swaggy's my least favorite. What about stock down for Josh? Yes, for sure. Huge stock down. Stock down for me for kind of suggesting Josh is just. <laughs> You think he'll be back, Josh? I think so. He, he seems to be a regular now. Yeah. Um, well, we won't talk. Well, we'll talk maybe next week about like the future of the show and different seasons. And they've already talked about well, the who's format. the biggest. We have to do biggest stock up. Biggest and biggest stock, stock down. Biggest stock up, I think, is between Corey. A Corey? How do you not say bananas, though? I mean, I guess because his stock was already to the top. I think, yeah, I guess bananas is in that conversation, but I think in terms of total viewer Nelson. what about nelson yeah i said Corey or nelson i think I, nelson he wins it nelson i think i think I nelson no. is universally beloved where yeah. he would not certainly. and he'll probably lose that all goodwill next season by <laughs> next episode or next <laughs> biggest thumbs down stock down I, I mean, I hate to say CT, but that was a bad season for CT. Well, D is cheating. D is cheating. Yeah, G, D is not only style. That's like the Emperor and Rome stuff. Thumbs down. You get executed. So besides D, it's probably, I mean, CT is like low-hanging fruit. Either, well, no, I don't think so, because I think people forgot about him, really. What about Wes? Wes started strong and then lost to Bananas. That's a mark against him. But he was all right while he was there. He didn't make a smart decision, I think, what going against the hard to say who the biggest stock. I mean, maybe Kayla. No, I like Kayla. I think she's just memorable. She got a lot of screen time. Maybe but Jen. Might be homeless now. That's true. I forgot about Jen. Maybe Zach. What about Zach? From he went oh, on the season, but he just the reunion bad. next week. That's gonna maybe be a good part of the reunion. And I would say a stock down, you know, and I remember her, but Jen, who lost the first episode. Oh yeah. It's like somebody like that, like you go on, this is sort of your audition, and it's like, hey, you know what? This show's not for you. Go away now. You know, yeah. like that really sucks for her. Although we could have said the same about Big T, but she's now you No, know, she's back. But Big T at least tried. Like Jen seemed like she didn't want to be there. Yeah. For sure. Remember her Hello Earthling speech? <laughs> Wait, what? Her Hello Earthling speech? Who said that? What, Jen? <laughs> yeah. Remember they wrote a speech for her and she started off by saying hello. Oh, Earthling. yeah. <laughs> it's been such a long season. It's hard to remember it all. Um, all right. I hope everyone out there enjoyed the season from our perspective. This is our first time doing a podcast about the show. Um, Wait, well, final big picture thing. Okay. What format, what theme do you want next? Well, I think they've already announced it, but 
I would say Rivals is always good. Battle of the X's is never my favorite, but I like that. I like the natural rivalries yeah. in some Not fashion. Like a sort of thing. Certainly the potential to do another sort of, I know, you know, Mark Long's trying to organize the old school. That so I, I wouldn't mind like old school versus yeah. new school. I wouldn't mind that either. That for us as longtime fans, which I think a lot of the fans of the challenge are, that would be sort of appealing. Yeah, and and look, Survivor showed the template. They don't have to be two person. I mean, two teams. It could be old school, like you know, new school, and then like the whatever the medium school would be, like bananas. Do you think they'll ever go back to teams? I guess they had teams just last season. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I forgot about. Well, that. I, I don't think they'll ever go back to teams like eight people win. I, I mean, the last season was what four one. Yeah, but they started out as half half. They started out as like. Do you think they'll ever go back to the island format? Because that was the most memorable in terms of like departures, like the gauntlet versus the duel versus. They're all kind of similar. Very similar to the island format. This was like a cross between the island and free agents. The island, remember, you had to go in to elimination. Oh, that's the one. I I, do. They need a fresh meat season. I don't think so, but because they already add so much fresh meat. Then there's a fresh meat season now. Yeah, you're right. I, I'd like to see rivals. I don't know if there's enough heated rivals, but it would be like Cara Marie. Throw Cara Marie and Johnny on the same team. I'm watching it. Come on. Yeah, no, it needs to be same-sex rivals. I don't like when they have mixed gender or some are mixed, some aren't. Like, that's the worst. When they do, like, some are too... Well, no, I think it's fine if they're all even. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, wrapping up this episode, we'll be back next week to just kind of wrap it all up. But I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed doing this podcast with you, my brother, Dondrick. We're doing it after the uh, reunion. Yeah, we're going to wrap everything up. But I'm happy that people are listening to this because, I don't know, it hasn't been a great season. It's been a controversial season, but there'll be better days to come. Did you see who the host of the reunion is? No. (laughs) Johnny Mosley? No, worse, maybe. Maybe not. You know more about him than I do. Vernon Davis. Oh, the football player. Yeah, he'll be okay. Is if he, he watches very, the show. Is he gregarious and and like? Hope he's <laughs> I'm not is sure. He like actually. a spiky or is he like a? If you don't know, he's a tight end. He used to be on the 49ers. Um, or not swaggy C. Swaggy Swaggy P. Remember, he was the host last season. Oh yeah, Nick Young. Young. That he was terrible. I mean, he was likable, but just really uh, in over his. Head. <laughs> A lot of what's going on in the meetings with MTV when they cast the host? I mean, they couldn't find anyone else. I appreciate them trying. I kind of well, like, like that I... redhead girl. Where's she? Who's the redhead girl? They love that like bleached redhead girl who was oh. on like that comedian girl. I kind of know who you're talking about. Like Justina, I think her name is. I don't know. We I don't think... watch a lot of MTV besides the show, so we apologize if we're, if we're offending MTV. Okay, fans. well, I'm excited to see how Vernon Davis does. Um, we'll be back next to talk about that to wrap up the whole show and maybe give some pitches. Maybe we'll come next week with an idea of what a unique format would be. Okay. That's your homework, Dondrick. Battle of the sexes too. No, that's not unique. Work on that. You have a week to figure it out. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Take care. Bye, TJ. Number love, you guys. Take care.